Hi guys, if you're joining in today, this is Trippy Talks with Alex and Friends, and this is episode five. And today I have my very good friend and guest on the week of the of the week again, <laughs> Wyatt the Pilot. Hello, hello. And we are going to be talking about reincarnation, the afterlife, and LSD. So <clears throat> Essentially, I just want to talk about that trip about what was it about a you know a year and a half ago. Yeah. When I was coming down from, I'm, I'm sure it was two tabs of acid, <laughs> and I had this thought that I I genuinely thought was my own, and and the thought was that life is hell and that we will continue to suffer until we get it right. And I remember coming to you and telling you about this thought. And, and you know, what did you say? Uh, yeah, you are mentioning how you'd already been playing with the idea of reincarnation. And right, for a while. The yeah. idea that, like, uh, li- to live is to suffer. You, you'd known, We'd known that for a while, but you had developed this new concept of, like, of having to come back repeatedly and that life is hell, but like eventually you'll, you'll get it right. And you might be released from that suffering. Right. And it was cool. Cause you were still in a kind of a trippy mindset when you, when we were talking about it. But and I remember, I feel like I remember looking at you like kind of straight face, like very amused and like nodding along. But at the end I was like, dude, you know, that's like a, a belief already. Right. Like, you know, that's like a Buddhist. And I did like, it. Eastern and that belief, was so right? crazy. Like, yeah, I didn't know that You're, that yeah. was a Buddhist belief. That yeah. was the thing is, um, you know, and then, you know, moving forward, you, you know, talked about just exactly what yeah. those Buddhist beliefs were. Yeah, yeah. Like literally what you're describing was the concept of samsara, which is the Sanskrit word for the cyclical nature of birth and death and whether it's with life or just things in the universe. And uh, they definitely like this. A lot of the Eastern Indian beliefs, whether it's uh, Hindu or Buddhist or the others, um, they all kind of believe that to live is to suffer. And uh, yeah, eventually, but like that's samsara. And it doesn't have to be viewed as like a negative thing that life is suffering. But that's once you've came back enough times and rebirthed enough, enough times, you can become a Buddha and achieve that state of nirvana, which is the release from that cyclical nature of of hellish living right yeah and that that release is what we talked about was is nirvana yeah is that um is also the band right (laughs) and then uh you know um is that a band? Hold on. Is that a fucking band? Nirvana's a band, right? Yeah, I think oh, it God, is. God, <laughs> it is. God, I know it is. Wow. I just had to make sure that it wasn't I like... I heard that band way before I ever knew what the word meant. That's great. Sure. I just had to make sure because yeah. I was like, is that the name of their album? Or yeah, is that the name of them? Yeah, I was once about I to learned the what their out. name meant, I was like, oh, that's cool. That makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. the band, Nirvana, I think <laughs> that's, uh, you know, the name of the band, but also <clears throat> that uh, state of um, getting out of that cycle and yeah. being able to um, attain those lessons that you learned all those times and, and have a peaceful and tranquil afterlife, I guess. Yeah. Um, that you can only reach through 
multiple levels of reincarnation right. and suffering essentially. Yeah. But I had this, yeah, I had this crazy thought and I really did think it was my own. And then for you to come and talk to me and say, Oh, you know, that, <laughs> you know, that's so funny, yeah. you know, but it's not actually your thought. Like that's <laughs> been a thought 2,500 years with ago. With the help of, this tool, this chemical right. tool. Right. With, so yeah, with the, t with the help of LSD, I was in this mindset that I was able to think about my own energy and my own, yeah. uh, you know, what I, you know, think is, is what I think, you know, I mm -hmm. guess. So, and then I kind of wonder, you know, why, why would I have a thought like that, you know, because mm -hmm. like I said, I did think it was my own and I never thought anybody could possibly ever think that, you right. know, life is hell and this is suffering and you have to continue suffering yeah. until you figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, I really did think it was my own. So to yeah. have um, this revelation, you know, you come and tell me pretty much. No, that's <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. think yeah, we love that. But yeah. like, you know. That's not necessarily what we, what we think it is. Right. So. <clears throat> yeah. And in the, in the Western world, I've, like when we hear, oh, to live is to suffer, like life is hell, like, and, and the idea of death, like the, we take it very negatively, but like, I don't think the Buddhists and the Hindu like necessarily believe that. Like they no. just, they, they, they were in very in touch so. with the yin and yang, the good, bad, the life, death. Right. Like, it's a balance. The duality. It's a balance. It's yeah you know having that balance but i do think it was such a weird coincidence uh, that yeah. if you can even call it that that i happened upon this thought that yeah. oh yeah that life is suffering because you know come to find out this is a belief that uh buddhists you know actually yeah. believe yeah. and so that kind of i guess kind of jolted my spirituality back up i oh, mean because yeah. prior to that i wouldn't really consider myself like spiritual at all right. you know i mean i had thoughts about things but never really like went in depth about them and prior to mm. you even saying stuff about buddhism yeah i didn't know you know uh, i didn't read anything about buddhism mm. i didn't know anything about buddhism you know i wasn't taught anything about it so mm. i think that that was really uh interesting because it's not like i was tripping and i had learned about it a week prior or even right. any time in my life yeah you yeah, know it was uh something that i just thought oh oh my gosh you know and then it just so happens that it it ties into buddhism ancient knowledge like, yeah 2500 like, yeah, yeah, year old more than knowledge yeah. i think so that's that's important mm -hmm. i mean for me because well to be able to tap into that archaic not archaic like ancient yeah, I mean, I don't, I wonder where Without that thought had, it, yeah, yeah, I wonder her, I mean, it's, I don't just think that I was just coincidentally, that thought just came into my head. I think I was in a state of mind where I was able to receive answers mm -hmm. or uh, energy, energies that could, you know, be translated into these thoughts that was, yeah. you know, yeah, that, that reincarnation is very much a very real possibility. Yeah. But as far as you know, my religious backgrounds and the things that I've done, you know, growing up, I, um, was religious and my dad, you know, we went to church mm -hmm. we're Lutheran. Um, 
very recent, I wouldn't say recently, I would say within the last six years, you know, I have stepped away from church and kind of uh, Christianity and God yeah. altogether. And I say God, not God himself, but, um, you know, the monotheistic. Yeah. So, yeah. But like as far as my religious background goes, though, I never really um, moving out of Christianity, moving out of, I guess, like, Luke, you know, off branch of Christianity, Lutheranism. Yeah. Um, I never really read much into spirituality. I just felt mm. there was a higher power. And at times, you know, I, I didn't, you know, sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I really didn't think that there was anything yeah. at all. And then... Right. As I started introducing psychedelics into my life more, I feel like I was able to kind of understand how we're all kind of working pieces in in the universe and we all yeah. have we all we're fit all together cogs, and yeah, sure. and so I feel like I was able to kind of take back from you know, especially that one trip where mm-hmm. I like I said, I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah. That yeah, there is a higher power. There is Something Some that, order. yeah, something bigger than I. I mean, is it the the Christian's v- version of the Bible or Catholic's version of the Bible? I mean, no, I don't think so. But I do believe in something bigger than me mm-hmm. um, because it just seems a little too a little too perfect for me. A little too, you know, how yeah. we can breathe air and there's, you know, I'm obviously not perfect. I'm not gonna, I don't want to say that, but, you know, it's yeah. just everything just coincidentally works out to where we can breathe and we can you know um have interactions with people we're sentient we're alive we you know we aware of our actions most people um (laughs) (laughs) you know so i think that that's really interesting to me but as far as you like how did you grow up yeah no i like um it seems like we kind of both came from slightly different backgrounds, but psychedelics both helped us get to kind of the same place. Right. Because my parents are both pretty much like a religious, like non-religious, yeah, not like atheist agnostic. at all, not atheist at all. I but think like, agnostic. Was that like it, agnostic? Yeah, agnostic. Just like isn't but like they they almost agnostic could be such a broad like so many different things. They almost just didn't even pay attention to religion. Right. They're just outside of that realm. Like both of their parents, like they kind of were, but I guess. It wasn't like really structured mm-hmm. and really driven into them. Yeah. So I mean, they were yeah. They didn't ever make me go to church. They didn't go to church. Uh, me and my dad would have like conversations, like philosophical conversations yeah. about it. My mom just was disinterested or just casual. Just she was. They've been able to keep up with their own life and like they just always taught me love. Their their love together, their love in general. Like they never really tried to instill any uh, religion. So it was pretty easy for me to grow up without any um pressures to, to feel this way or that way um which def- is good That's I de- really yeah good. yeah i definitely grew up agnostic I, I a lot of my friends were at least a little bit religious some were atheists here and there but like in my opinion i don't know about you but like, i feel like being a staunch atheist is like just as close-minded as like a devout like not questioning anything yeah no i i would like i would say that i see they're very yeah, very much like, on the equal playing field yeah like how can you be so sure so um, I think yeah, you're never sure as far as the afterlife. Yeah. There's no sense like if you're if you're so staunch <clears throat> atheist, like what's the point? Like if you already know, you know. Like it seems like yeah, I don't want to get into all that. But right. Yeah. Um, just it seems like a negative 
universe view to just yeah to be so one-sided not even to have the the thought like oh okay there is a possibility but like this is what i believe you know yeah but what what i was gonna say earlier about like Mm -hmm. like how you even developed that one epiphany that you had i feel like you'd been culminating these thoughts for a while i had witnessed you we'd have these discussions i feel like you'd been culminating these ideas and then that lsd that tool help catalyze it in your head yeah really it really real, yeah and, it, and yeah. make you realize how epic it was because a lot of people have cool ideas every day but they don't realize like wow that's a really yeah no that was such a crazy <laughs> time and i was so glad that you were able to witness that yeah. because when i had that experience and that thought i really i really did think this was just one of the the craziest thoughts that yeah, i ever yeah. had and that it was and it made so much sense to me right. you know that we do suffer until we get it right. And it just, yeah. it was so insane to me that that also just happens to be a Buddhist belief, yeah. you know, that has been around yeah. longer than I've been around, uh, 2,500 years plus, you longer know, than our whole Western society, longer than the whole epi- Western yeah. society <laughs> of Christianity yeah, has yeah. even been around because we say that Jesus came 2020 years ago. Mm, That's, yeah. you know, AC, which is after Christ, you know, that's how we like measure our history is by Christ. How tell me how that's fucking <laughs> tell me how that's scientific yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah 2020, b- you know, uh, before Christ and then after Christ. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me that we have such updated scientific tools of measurement, but yet we're still yeah. measuring our our dates uh, when supposed Christ came, which even yeah. we don't even actually have proof that Christ came. Sorry for all the people who are super religious, came twice. Uh, came you know, uh, came back. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so I wonder, that's a question for all the scientists out there. Why the fuck do we still have a BC and AC? I think that needs to be updated if you know what I'm saying. Anyways. <laughs> so that's really weird though. Yeah. I'm thinking about that now and I'm like, that's really fucking weird. But as far as the, like, uh, you know, um, you know what I believe is like, yeah, I was raised on believing that heaven and hell were what you would go to if you were a good person or a bad person. Um, you know, my dad's sister was raised Catholic, so she believes in purgatory. So, or she wasn't raised Catholic. She became Catholic. So she, mm. Lutheranism is an off branch of Catholicism. So right. it's like less, you know, less strict. She went, yeah. she went more strict. So yeah. she, um, basically believes in purgatory, which is the, the middle space between heaven and hell of, yeah. of Limbo. eternal, uh, boringness, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what yeah. the hell to call it. Something it's well, you, not, I mean, you're still getting sorted out. Yeah. Your but like forever. Getting, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. So like yeah. you're not a good person and you're not a bad person, so you just chill in purgatory. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, But as far as like my view of what I believe the afterlife is, like, I mean, obviously I don't know. I really have no idea. But I think that uh, for me, reincarnation... Oh, shit. Um, I think that reincarnation is a very, very real big possibility, at least in my eyes, Yeah. because not only because of this epiphany that I had on LSD, but because it's something that to me makes a lot of sense. You know, why would a loving God and let's just say 
this from what the Christians say, a loving God damn somebody forever without giving them a chance to reconcile their actions. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's fucked up. Yeah, it's not a You know, like if my deity. dad didn't give me the chance to fucking redo some of the shit that I did, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I my dad would have the first instance I lied to him, he would have been like, go fuck yourself. I'm at two years old, uh, four years old, four years old, you know, lied about taking a cookie. All right. I'm going to throw you out now. You know, essentially it's kind of like the same thing. Like, you know, obviously murder and all those things are kind of a harder topic to talk about as far as forgiveness and whatnot, as far as God goes. But I would think that even if maybe you didn't live the best life, maybe you cheated on your wife and, you know, maybe you weren't the best person. There's things that are akin to badness but not like murder obviously those things um in the ten commandments you know cheating and and all those things will send you to hell so i'm thinking you know if a loving god really was loving you should have the chance to fucking do it over and do it right and so in my eyes i feel that it makes sense that a, a, a loving God, a loving higher power would give you the chance to keep doing it right until you figure it out. Yeah. You know, because what is what do you do when you get on a bike? You keep riding the bike until you <laughs> know how to ride the yeah. bike. You keep falling down. You keep getting up. Your parents pull you back up. Get on the bike and ride it, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you keep riding it and you keep riding it. You fall off and you hurt yourself and you keep doing it. And then one day you don't fall anymore and you're riding that damn bike without no training wheels. So I think that's like, you know, I feel like that's kind of like that. Yeah. 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 Definitely don't like the, uh, the idea of hell either. I definitely don't. It just seems like we've talked about this, like how it feels like a waste of energy, like to eternally damn a soul just seems like a waste of a soul. Right. And also, and you can't even, if you're, yeah, if you can't even give them a chance to reconcile their actions or, you know, um, understand because in my eyes, I feel like. Uh, not that I'm spiritually woke, but I feel like <laughs> if there, and I say if there is such a thing as reincarnation and I have been reincarnated, I feel like I have taken all that wisdom from my yeah. past lives yeah. into this one. You know, obviously I'm still learning all the time. I'm, I'm becoming, you know, new and understanding new things. But overall, I feel like spiritually I have a lot um a lot of edu- education you supp- you can say just like yeah. about being a good person about being spiritual you know mm-hmm. and not even like you know biblical spiritual yeah, but just yeah. understanding that there's a lot more to life than just me and there's a lot mm. more to life than just you it's all of us and everything you know and so yeah i mean i hope i guess like my view of the afterlife would just be that eventually yeah i don't have to keep coming back and i can i can escape the suffering and yeah mm-hmm. reach nirvana yeah, slash slash like and- a heaven you know something along those similar lines i guess mm-hmm. you know heaven slash nirvana yeah um but what those things entail i think it's not anything that can be ever described now because not you only experience it when English, you're dead one language well, when you're you know you can't yet. you only experience it when you're dead so right, right exactly, you know yeah. but i do feel it is obviously a better state of being it's a better place of place of being of state of mind so mm-hmm. i feel like that would be the the what i believe in you yeah. know but in regards to 
death, I want to bring up this um, this uh, letter to Menoes, Menoes, Meno. Oh, it's so silly. Letter to Menoesis. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, written by Epicurus Ep- or Epicurus. Jesus Christ. It's written by Epicurus. And it's the letter to Meno Menoesis. I think that's kind of how you say it. But yeah. basically it says, For there is nothing terrible in life for the man who has truly comprehended that there is nothing terrible in not living. So that the man speaks but idly who says that he fears death, not because it will be painful when it comes, but because it is painful in anticipation. For that which gives no trouble when it comes is but an empty pain in anticipation. So death... The most terrifying of ills is nothing to us, since as long as we exist, death is not with us. But when death comes, then we do not exist. It does then not concern either the living or the dead, since the former it is not, and the latter are no more. And in that instance, I feel like, <clears throat> you know, and and if it was hard for you guys to understand what that what that means, it's basically, um you don't have a concept of death when you're living because when you die you're dead and then you're not living anymore so you can't comprehend what death is yeah and when you know and vice versa in that instance you know um so i think that's kind of important to understand is is yeah when death comes you won't understand it because you're you're dead. Right. You know, you don't actually ever suffer death. Yeah. You you exactly. You death. don't ever experience you're it. Yes or no. You're a binary one or zero. You're never like, exactly. Yeah. So. so I feel like that's kind of like my, my view on death is I, I don't welcome death. Of course, I'm never like, Hey, hit me by hit, hit me, hit me, bitch. Like, you know, as a car drives by, I'm not like trying to run out in traffic, yeah. obviously, but if something were to happen to me at any given time, it, wouldn't necessarily be a tragic thing for me because I have accepted that when it does happen, I'm not going to know. I mean, I'm going to be fucking dead. Do you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, hopefully like I don't get hit by a car and I'm like half dead, you know, and I'm like squirming around, you know, obviously, hopefully that doesn't (laughs) fucking happen. But ideally I die fast and I don't know that I'm dead. Mm -hmm. And so because I, because I'm not living, I don't have the, the ability to think about myself dying, I guess. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I feel like in that instance, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not really like afraid of it, but yeah. What are your views on like, you know, yeah. Heaven, hell, what, yeah. you know, all those. Yeah. I definitely never believed about. in hell because I thought that was right. just negative. Yeah. We downer, said that. Like, yeah. No point in that. But then as far as heaven too, there's a lot of misconception. I feel like not even misconception, but like, people like to fantasize about heaven, but then not actually comprehend what that means. Like everything's just great all the time. But what does that mean? Like, I, like I remember I was talking to my counselor one time way back when, and like we were talking about death and, and heaven, like even living eternal bliss, just like everything provided for you every single day for all the rest of eternity. Like even that might get boring to some people after an entire eternity. You know what I mean? So maybe so, they have the chance so, to come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I like that the idea more of like either coming back, whether as a different entity, a different like whether I wrote down like I was pondering like okay maybe like a tree would be cool. To come My dad back wants as. to come back as a cloud. Yeah, a cloud. Yeah, that'd be 
my dad yeah he always says yeah no literally it's so funny because my dad he said it and i thinking back he said it for so long like even since i was a kid reiterating that yeah he's all yeah no he's always been like when i die i think i want to be turned into a cloud Nice. And it's so funny because I never thought, oh, my God, my dad believes in reincarnation. But like even yeah. when I talked to my dad about it, like he showed me this Willie Nelson song mm-hmm. along with some other people in the group yeah. um, called The Highwayman, which is yeah. a song literally about this guy who keeps getting reincarnated. And so I know my dad has had some kind of thoughts about it and definitely um has had the idea that that could be a real possibility but as Mm -hmm. of right now he's still christian he still follows the fact that there's god and he still you know doesn't read the bible but you know he still follows that kind of modern christianity concept Mm -hmm. but i do know that it's so funny because he's like oh yeah when i die i want to be turned into a cloud i'm like now that i'm like dad you realize that's reincarnation right you want (laughs) to be reincarnated into a cloud that's what you mean yeah (laughs) you know so I think that's funny, but yeah, like, I mean, do you believe in reincarnation? Do you think that's a possibility? Oh, well, yeah, definitely it's a possibility. I mean, yeah, as, as far as... I guess everything's a possibility. We yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but no, being... Re- yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I've thought about that. Like, I would like to be able to come back, as you said, like, live multiple lives and, like, be able to come back with new lessons. Like, right. okay, I died this time. What would I learn this time? I can right. bring that into the next life. And you might not remember how you learned those lessons, but you're more equipped to battle, to not, not battle, but like you're more equipped to take on reality as a human when you came back so many times. Um, yeah, one thing I've, I've thought about for a while is like you'd literally have to live to be like a thousand as a human to not be a kid on earth. Like there's no way we assume like, oh, 50, yeah, 60, you're the village elder, like our wise old men and women, but like, you know what I mean? Like, We'd, ha- we'd literally have no, to live so long yeah, or no, so I many feel lives like it takes, yeah, I to, feel like to it, learn any, you know what I mean? Like to, to know, to the, really, yeah, yeah, to really grasp the concept of, of what it means to be alive and have spiritual yeah. experiences and human experiences. And it's so funny because I, I feel like we're this like eighth dimensional spiritual being living in this like 3d meat body yes yeah, you know into a yeah we're like so, yeah show, we're yeah. just like so on such a higher level our souls are and one of the ways to tap into that is psychedelics mm-hmm. but like we're also stuck in this body that couldn't possibly get us there without those tools you know obvi- and meditating and meditating yeah. you know yeah. meditating is one of those things and you can i think you can yeah. achieve that like through fasting too there's some other ways to get those yeah. Um, spiritual enlightening experiences without drugs even, you know, Um, but those just happen to be some tools that help us understand those things. Yeah. You know, and I even think about just like having ego deaths, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas like I'm tripping and I kind of not lose a sense of who I am, but I become one with everything. I am everything and everything is me yeah you know and that's kind of where people take a say ego deaths are so bad and they're just oh my god they're the worst thing that oh you know you you talk to trippers they're like oh my god ego deaths are the worst thing but it's (laughs) like i don't know are they really because every ego death that i've had i have been taking away from myself my Mm my like my me yeah. but i've also understood that that's 
the best thing because we, I mean, there is no me in a sense. We all feel happiness. We all mm-hmm. feel pain. We all want to be loved and respected and cared for and we want to have happiness. And so yeah. uh, me is human and human is I, you know, mm-hmm. and we are one. And so yeah. I feel like in that instance, um, it's really helped me to understand and be empathetic for other people. Definitely. You know, and understand that and just try to put myself in other people's shoes. So like ego deaths for me never were something that I could look and say, oh, that sucks. Like that's a mm-hmm. bad thing. I'm always like, okay, well, yeah, I kind of was able to, you know, be one with, with what I was experiencing in pain. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, yeah. I mean, a lot of people think the ego death is one of the biggest, uh, achievements <clears throat> that you can attain from psychedelics. I mean, I've definitely felt that as well. And like Terrence McKenna, sorry, Terrence McKenna, Alan Watts, Ram Dass, like they all speak on, on this and usually with the aid of psychedelics as the tool. Right. But, um, yeah, with ego death, like it just, the psychedelics bring into play in your mind, like the polarities and dichotomies that we have of like good and evil life and death, all these things. And like, like oneness and otherness or self and God or self like you and I, but one, like the psychedelics kind of break down all those barriers and you kind of lose touch with yourself right? and you lose touch with individuality, which is such a Western idea in the first place instead of togetherness. But once you lose that individuality, and you you're broken down into nothingness like that that's when it brings in the duality the polarities of like nothingness yes but also on the same token everythingness oneness so once you felt the void once you felt like you're a zero then you realize oh we're all zero we're all one right we're we're all the same thing i am god you are god right everyone's god you know what i mean so right that realizing that is scary because you realize like oh shit i don't mean shit but like none of us individually mean shit but we all together are right and then you have to take accountability for your actions realizing you can't say oh this person is better or worse than me and i and they deserved it or they you know blah 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 because you're all the same yeah you know no one deserves to feel pain no one deserves to feel sadness or and everyone deserves to feel happiness and feel loved and feel content yeah and so I think that also comes into play is that that ego deaths help you understand that, yeah. you know, um, and so I never look at them as something that's a negative, a negative thing. I've always, yeah. always thought of it as something that's um, helped me understand more about myself and more, um, more acceptable and, and loving of people and more together with, with mm-hmm. people and everyone, you know? Yeah. But I feel like in today's society, at least in America anyways, we are just kind of shoved this like notion that, you know, heaven and hell is it. They make movies, you know, angels and demons, you know, that one's with um, Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. and then, you know, um, movies that glorify death. and, And I say glorifying death because they show people who die and they slowly close their eyes and they pass away blissfully and unfortunately that is not the way that people actually die people if they are awake when they die they have their fucking eyes open 
Um, so it's insane to me that, you know, in, in today's society, like it's taboo. We don't talk about death. We don't like to, we don't like to talk about it, but then we make movies where we show people peacefully dying and unfortunately, and like I said, unfortunately that's just brutally dying or brutally dying, but just like, that's just not realistic. Right. And I feel like we don't ever give a realistic approach on what actually happens when someone dies you yeah. know and we're just given this like oh they slowly shut their eyes and they pass yeah it's away. always ex- the extremes like in our video games and our in our hollywood right. it's always very serene or like brutal and like death everywhere right but in, instead of but like, when it actually yeah. happens it's very um uh, and in between right it's not peaceful but it's also not brutal if you're not fucking being stabbed. Yeah, yeah. But it's very um, in that middle, whatever you would mm-hmm. call that. I don't know. Yeah. You know? And so I think that's something that, like, we don't talk about is, like, there's this taboo, this stigma of death. But yet in Hollywood, we like to go and glamorize it and, and mm-hmm. just um, give false notions of what it actually is yeah. that happens when you die. Yeah. You know? But... And then we just, I feel like even in today's society as a child, I had to, I had to, you know, do the Pledge of Allegiance. So Mm -hmm. I was like in, you know, um, I don't even remember it now, but one nation under God, that was, Mm -hmm. that was the, that was the thing. And I'm like, well, there's people who don't believe in God. Yeah. And uh, some people believe in multiple gods. Yeah. So why not one nation under gods yeah indivisible and <laughs> liberty yeah. doesn't sound like a pagan. you know yeah so i sound like yeah i'm a witch now i'm gonna yeah. get you um so you know even as a kid i guess we were kind of give the, given this like notion that religion is something that we absolutely have to have it was in oh, my school oh, yeah, when i was in elementary and i don't know everywhere. about now you know because that's we're talking like 17 years yeah. ago um <laughs> when i had to do that yeah but yeah but I feel like even in society, that's what, what we're showing is like, yeah, God, heaven and hell, that's it. We're never given like an, an option that there's other possibilities too. reincarnation. Maybe there's right. purgatory. Maybe there's, maybe there's nothing, you yeah. know, there was never an option for me to, 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 you know, like not that my, not as my dad's fault, but my dad was never like, okay, so there's reincarnation you can believe in. We got heaven and hell over here. We got this one. Nothing. Love that one. She's yeah. fun. This one over here, we believe in a middle ground. Okay. And then, you know, there's some other ones that we can talk about. Blah, blah, blah. Pick and choose whichever one resonates with you. Right. I'd have been like, cool. So, you know, probably would have read about everything and then would yeah. have picked what I thought fucking Maybe it was nothing. Maybe it was reincarnation. Yeah. Maybe it was purgatory. You know, I don't know, but maybe I never ha- maybe yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was yeah. maybe it was nothing at all. You, you know, maybe be, I would have yeah. chose nothing, but it's like I never had that option to pick. I never right. was given I guess like um an ability to understand that there's m- more to the afterlife than just heaven and hell. Yeah. And for so long those polarities once again have been used as by the power structures that right. be to like to like oh well your life's gonna be shitty as a peasant we're the rulers the emperors you get nothing but and you if you work for us you'll die and your life will suck but you'll go to heaven and 
and forever after you'll be, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's how you convince people. Oh yeah. No, that, no, I remember reading about that, that that's, that's one of the way that, that, that Kings would, would be able to get slaves is, well, you know, you're not going to have any money now, but because you did, you did work for God. And this is one thing that I really have a problem with religion is, is the crusades is that you have people going in and saying and killing and and pillaging and slaying people in the name of God, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and this is the same kind of instance where they're like, well, in the name of God, you work for me. You're essentially working for God. And yeah. so, you know, God says, yeah. I say, you know, you're going to get some money after, but you got to be dead first. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I, I do appreciate religion and I have a lot of, a lot of appreciation for all religions, but I yeah. do think in especially Christianity, there have been tactics used and even up into this date that, get people thinking irrationally, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and using the name of God in a way to get their thoughts and opinions pushed farther than they would not necessarily be if God wasn't the, the reason, the main reason. And I'm specifically talking about abortion. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. But as far as like, this is society's idea of, you know, heaven and hell and religion and the afterlife. I do feel it's so skewed. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we're cultured on other potentialities of what the fuck happens after. No, we're very sheltered from Eastern ideologies. Right, and Eastern ideology has been around longer than Christianity itself. So it's like you would think that out of all of the things to potentially believe in or think about that the first would be to adopt something that had been around longer than another. Yeah. Right? And like not enough Westerners have gone to the East and brought it back, but plenty of we, we, I don't know what to I'll just say Eastern Christian Crusaders they have brought their cultures and their ideologies here and people still can't get on board and still can't casually learn about it they think they chalk it up to mythology to, you know what I mean like the yeah, Hindu I they mean, just think it's like a caricature like they don't really take yeah, it Hindu, Buddhism, like, all of it even Westerners know? would take Islam and Judaism more obviously Judaism but like they take the the uh, monotheistic religions more seriously right and even as far as buddhists go they don't like worship buddha you know right. buddha is just a, an enlightened being that happened yeah. to come upon a lot of knowledge but they don't sit there and pray to buddha you know yeah. he was but just one of the buddhists there'll be more. right and exactly <laughs> and they more. don't they don't necessarily you know um have a, a, a one god or, you know, yeah. you know, it's so, I feel like, you know, yeah, I, I mean, like I did learn in school about like, you know, monotheism and polytheism as mm-hmm. far as like multiple gods. But even in knowing about Buddhism, I don't think that they worship any specific god. You know, they just give thanks. and I, yeah. Not like worshiping. They're not like this god is, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because their god so, doesn't. Their God doesn't have an ego. Why would their right. God need more to be worshipped? More so just like. ex- acknowledging that they're there. Yeah, yeah. Ex- you know, and but not worshipping like going and, you know, 
endless doing, praising. Yeah, and en- yeah, endless. Pointless. Exactly, exactly. So, I don't know. I feel like as far as that goes, it's just there's a lot to learn as far as as religion goes. But yeah, in my eyes, I just feel I don't know. My I don't know. I mean, I have an idea. I hope that that's what happens because you know that would be cool if I yeah. was right. <laughs> yeah um about it but um i don't know you know but i do think it's important to just give light on our opinions about some of the things especially like how we grew up like we both ended up on different backgrounds but still happened upon the same kind of ideology as far as as far as spiritualness and and oneness with with each other and yeah. for, for me, it was honestly more of mushrooms that helped me. Really? And just weed and whatever else. Like, I, I've done LSD here and there. But, um, yeah, as far as, like, landing upon more spiritual ideologies, like, then th- I was going to say, actually, real quick, like, um, Alan Watts, mm-hmm. he is one of the people who brought Eastern ideologies over to the Western world in, like, the 60s, I believe. And it's interesting how many philosophers and writers that, are interested in eastern philosophies they they also entangle psychedelics like for some reason eastern philosophy seems to be intermingled with more trippy ideas i would say like even looking at like more islam and like hindu art and their deities it's more vibrant and there's a lot of evidence that shows that like islamic uh priests or whatever they were smoking hashish and they were doing like opium different types of drugs and same with the hindus like they were uh, maybe eating mushrooms from the, their sacred cow. Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of evidence that lends towards right. all that. Yeah, no. But yeah, anyway, yeah, Alan Watts helped bring over um, a lot of ideologies. And uh, he definitely talked about the ego a lot, too. I, th- I think that's kind of why the Western world is so scared of death is because we're right. so attached. We're, yeah, attached to our ego. And uh, one, a couple of quotes I have r- real quick. Um, one of them is, the fear of death only comes through the brittleness of ego, and that's Ram Das. Mm-hmm. And then another one, this is Terrence McKenna, one of my favorites. Uh, if the ego is not repeatedly and regularly dissolved, there will always be a slow drift away from the sense of self as part of nature's larger whole. So we're just so caught up in just being a little finger. Like, if we're all God, every one of us is God, but we're really all like a hand. We're all different hands or fingers right. of God. But we're just so caught up just being a finger. That you we don't forget, realize that you're like, part of the hand and the body yeah, and everything yeah, else. Yeah, Ever, yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah. Those are great quotes. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. really touch upon that, those yeah. ego deaths and how um, they need to be understood, you know, in a positive way, not yeah. so. Because dissolving the ego and, and getting rid of that sense of self um, brings you closer to the fact that you are like everyone else. Yeah. You know, you and everybody else are very much the same. Yeah. And I think people don't want to believe that we're all the same because then you don't feel special. Yeah, that's a great point. You yeah. know, then you don't that's feel exactly like you're I'm... unique. Then you don't mm-hmm. feel like you... You don't have anyone to blame know? either. If there's no yeah. sense of otherness, then you can't then you, like exactly, hate at all. You, exactly. There's no excuse for hate anymore. Right, because but then... people want to be able to blame shit and hate shit. And like, hate and... Yeah. and, and yeah. Yeah. But I think that really comes into play. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. But as far as that goes, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
basically i don't fucking know yeah. <laughs> but moving forward um yesterday was the great conjunction oh, yeah. yeah so saturn and jupiter they were the closest they had been in like 800 years um so that's yeah. just like a turning point for a lot of people just a lot of a lot of big change a lot of um you know it just also happens to be yesterday was the winter solstice and yeah lined up with the christmas star so it was like all of these stars lined up all at once and then saturn over here and then the moon over here so mm -hmm. it was a very very um crazy experience and it's gonna keep going on for i feel like the next week you'll be able to see them but they'll slowly yeah. slowly pull apart mm -hmm. um but because yesterday they were the closest they'd ever been it was the closest you'll ever see them until i read until we're uh, uh, no no i read <laughs> 20 2080 is the next oh, okay. time and then it's going to be 2400 after that so i'll see it again hopefully if i'm alive then and then I'll die. And then if I'm not reincarnated or you'll if I am a, reincarnated, if I am reincarnated in 2400, then I can see it, <laughs> see it again. Yeah. But I feel like that is all we have for this week's Trippy Talks with Alex and Friends with my guest Wyatt. And we will see you next week when we talk about... Um, physics and spirituality with my little sister. 